right, we have episode three of the Everyday Hustle Podcast. I'm Dee Falana, joined by my wonderful co-host, Dee Amber Portis. It's your girl, Eels. Today, we have a special guest, the Midday Mommy. You can't follow her if you litter. D. Jazzy Black. Let's get it. Thank let's get it, bro. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get that it. Bro. Introduction. I also appreciate the snaps. Yes. I feel yes. like we're all already on the same frequency here. I'm excited. Yes. <laughs> we're glad to have you here. Thanks. Um, so just start off by telling a little bit about yourself, like who you are and what you do. Hell yeah. So uh my legal name is Jazzy Black. A lot of people think it's Jasmine or mm. you say black because you're black, and I'm like, nope. That's my real last name. Not people asking you that. Yeah, people like black, and I'm like, people have the same last name, brown, blue, right. white, green. Right. That's right? Okay. Right. Okay. Why is black? So, yeah. hey. So, um, that is my legal name. I was actually born in Sacramento, California, and I was raised in Dallas, Texas. So, Cali is kind of like the motherland for mm-hmm. me. Uh, my nephew was just out here from LA. He's like 17 now. So, it's kind of crazy to be like, oh, my God, I'm so, I'm somebody's auntie. But um, uh, my dad's whole side of the family is out there, and then my mom's side is here in Texas. And um, grew up in Wynwood. Shout out to everybody uh, off of Illinois. Zane, everybody on South Sox, Sim. Uh, I went, lived in Carrollton for a little bit in middle school. Um, and then I graduated from Duncanville High School. Uh, while I was there, I was studying uh, theater, because Duncanville is kind of like a mini magnet school. Nah, they got like all they these different it. programs that they you can do. So I was there, I was doing theater, and I did uh, audio tech, which was cool because I was like mixing, mastering like people's like songs and stuff like in high school, and not even realizing like what I was doing. Yeah. But I was taking the class because I wanted to do voiceover animation. I wanted to do like cartoon character voices. So that was kind of like my idea. I was like, okay, I'm gonna take theater and then audio tech, and then I'm gonna figure out what to do next. But I ended up jumping into communication, which is um, you know TV, radio, and print. And I graduated Prairie View, ended up going back to school to get my master's because I couldn't get a job. And when I came out, uh, started substitute teaching in Mansfield. And on the last day of school, I got the call to come work for Radio One, uh, which is the parent company to 97 on the Beat, mm-hmm. uh, along with Reach Media. So I got hired with them to do uh, as a senior digital video content producer to do just video content. I'm a videographer, so let me start by saying that. I am a cinematographer, filmmaker, director first, and that's how I got hired. So I was doing that, and they just like my personality, and they was like, you dope as hell, we're going to put you on the radio. And I was like, all right, put me on there doing what? They was like, we want you to talk. I'm like, all right. So within like, it might have been like five months, six months of me being hired there, they maybe put the camera down, and they put me on the morning show. Man, cause and that's it what was quick. Yeah. It was fast. So I be telling people like it really just be you got to get in the door. And granted, that was not a part of my plan. I was like, man, I'm gonna get in here and make these videos. And I was planning to go to TV One. I was like, I'm gonna make shows for all my friends. I was like, everybody get your ideas together so we can shoot some shit. Yeah. And we gonna package it up, send it off. I'm gonna I'm gonna put everybody on TV. Man. But I was like, well, no. Let's go ahead and get you up here. And I was like, okay. Um, but how like so as far as you having that mindset like i'm finna go on the show i'm finna be a videographer i'm finna start i'm finna film and then they throw you on there Mm -hmm. to be on the show and like actually speak Mm -hmm. how how did that how were you able to adjust to that like what was it really a hard adjustment for you yeah i'm still dealing with it to this day 
uh, people don't think about the demand that comes with like this lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So I know like on Instagram and even like on TV shows that we watch, like people are like, damn, like that shit look lit, right? It's like, yeah. it look lit. Mm-hmm. You get to hang out with everybody. You get to go to everything. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got to pay for no concert tickets. I can just get in that hoe. You make friends with all these different people. Um, but you know, on the flip side of that, there's also like the demand of realizing that I still got to call my mama every day. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I still have to call my mama every day. Um, you know, I have friends. Uh, if I'm in a relationship, um, oh, my gosh. Now there's clothes all over my house. Um, so, you know, those little things kind of, like, pile up. And you be trying to figure out, all right, like, I'm here and here, 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 here. <sighs> Damn it, I didn't get to so-and-so today. So, like, for example, like, they can't see me right now, but, like, I don't have no makeup today. And for it to be a Monday, I usually like to come in on Mondays, do my makeup, because, like, it's part of my job to, like, be on Instagram. You got to be seen. The Oscars was last night. There's a lot going on. So my boss is expecting me to get out there and be like, what you going to say about black women being talked about at the Oscars? I'm like, shit, <laughs> man. How do I? Okay. And you know what I'm saying? The only thing I'm thinking about is, damn, I ain't put on no lashes. Man. Right? Damn. But I'm like, you know what? I don't want to let me not put on no lashes, interfere with the work yeah. that I got to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I already knew I had stuff to get done. So even, like, coming here, like, I'm just like, bro, like, I ain't have time to pack a bag. I'm going to just spend it at my mama's house. I'm going to get up probably, like, 3 o'clock in the morning so I can go home and give me some clothes and go to work. So it really just be like a constant ongoing It's movie. a constant ongoing thing. So yeah. I be telling people, like, this is really a life that this has to be something that you love to do has to be something that you're passionate about. It has to be something that you're not going to get in your feelings about because it ain't no time for you to be in your feelings. Um, it's like, do you want to be here or not? Right, right. So I'm still adjusting to it. I still get anxiety every morning before I go to work. Uh, it makes me very sick. Sometimes it makes me late to work. Mm-hmm. Um, well, not late, but it makes me it makes me on time. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't, you can't. You don't be on time. I can't be on time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have talk breaks, which is like the times that, like before we go into commercial, like the, times that we actually supposed to talk. I got two talk breaks every hour. Mm-hmm. My show starts at nine, my talk break is at 9.06. I don't need to be there at nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. I should be there at 8.45. Yep. I should yep. be at 8.30. Yeah. But it's like, damn, I'm waking up, it's closed everywhere. Now I'm having anxiety, I gotta think about, oh my gosh, I've already pre-prepped for the show, but it, shit, I can't, you can't. Bro, but that's, a, that's really tough, and I'm glad that you brought that up because a lot of people will try to, especially for myself, like, I try to, pack on so many different things and still have time to balance out your actual real life. Yeah. Like, actually make time for those people in your life because, you know, them, they was, they was been there for you. You know, mm-hmm. you don't want to, you don't want to not make time for them. And you got this work life and trying to balance your, your family and your right. relationships and all that. Right. So I just feel like that's very important. So as far as that goes, like, how how are you how do you how or i would say how do you as far as advice on that how do you balance the two um i would definitely say just like be patient with yourself uh one thing that i'm just doing more that i've been practicing more myself and that i'm telling other people is remember to speak kind things to yourself it's a really easy to be like damn it i didn't put no lashes on but i'm like you know one of your coworkers saw you for the first time today without makeup, and she was like, oh, my gosh, you are gorgeous. And I was like, you ain't never seen me without makeup.
up. She's like, nah, I ain't never seen you. So I'm like, oh, well, shit, that's cool. You know, that's yeah. cool. So, um, you know, don't be so hard on yourself. And just remember that you still got 24 hours in a day, bro. So, like, don't think about, you know, when you think about it, even when we was kids, you know what I'm saying? We spent eight hours a day in, a in school. You know, that's a full-time job as a eight-year-old. Yep. And then having to get off. And then they be like, oh, you got homework. And you're like, God, please. Facts, bro. <laughs> you know, and then your mom is like, you got to go do the dishes. And you're like, you know, as a kid, that's a lot to process. So when you think about it as an adult, and you're like, well, damn, I got to go to work. And then, you know, hope that nobody is looking for me to just ask them how their day is going. Because I'm like, well, damn, ask me how my day is going, too. Please, bro. Um, so really just like speak kind of things to yourself and don't be so don't don't be so hard on yourself and just remember if you ain't get it done today, bro, get it done tomorrow. Yep. You know what I'm saying? You can get it done tomorrow. As long as you got the stuff that you absolutely have to do done today, mm-hmm. get that done first. And then all that extra stuff, don't don't force it. Don't beat yourself up. Do not. Don't beat yourself up and don't force it. Please don't force it, because you're gonna wear yourself thin. It will. It will. Yeah, that's what we're trying to hear. I'm, yeah, I'm the type you're gonna wear yourself like, thin. I try to put so much on in one day. Mm-hmm. If I don't get to touch every single thing, I'm thinking, dang, I got to wake up and play catch up. And it's hard to not think, you know, whenever you want it so bad, right? You're like, oh, I want it so bad. And, and you know, I'm the type of person, I'm, I'm obsessed with this shit. You feel me? I'm obsessed with this shit. I'm aggressive with this shit. I don't mind telling people that I'm aggressive with this shit because I want people to be just as aggressive. I'm like, bro, if you don't want it, then I'm going to take it from you. Hey. If you don't want it, I'm going to take it from you. And at the same time, just remembering that there's somebody that's, you know what I'm saying, while you sleep, it's somebody that's up. I was getting up at 3 o'clock in the morning every day while all of my friends were still asleep. They probably weren't getting up till about 7. I got four hours ahead of you. And now that I'm off earlier, guess what? Now I got this extra ump of energy for me to keep going. By the time you get off work, you burned out. But, shit, I done maxed out an extra six hours worth of work. So now I'm like, you know what? I am done for today. Yep. I am satisfied. Satisfy yeah. yourself. Don't, you know, it's easy to be consumed by, um, you know, the ins- the inspiration that we have from other people. And that's okay. You're supposed to be inspired by other people. You should right. want to feel like, I want to get it, go get it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but, you know, it's also like, don't burn yourself out because you can only do so much. Yeah. And this shit is a marathon. And when you take people a part of that journey with you, it makes it not feel like it's taking so long. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. You over here preaching, bro. No, he dropping gems, man. 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 Like, <laughs> we love to see it. Especially especially coming from someone who, you know, you have you, you do have a few a few years on you as far as with this. So I feel like that's that's a um that should definitely help out a lot of people. But as far as like coming up with like radio and stuff and at being at P V, you said that you went into communication. So did you think this is this is what you definitely wanted to do like for sure or like what did you as far as being at pv what did you go to school for well i went to pv for theater mm-hmm. so i came in on a theater scholarship i actually turned it down because i didn't want to take a year prerequisites i wasn't sure what that was and i was like i don't want to do that i, don't, I just want to i just want to get in and take my classes and so uh when i went to talk to my advisor she was like, well, if you're not doing theater, maybe you should do communication. And so that's how I ended up in there. And I was like, I don't even know what that is. And she was like, it's radio, TV. I'm like, I don't want to do that. Like, I don't really care to, I don't really want to do all that. I want to be on the stage. I want to connect with people. I want people to feel me. I want people to see me. I want to touch people. Mm-hmm. Like, 
I want, I need raw emotion. Like, that's what I wanted. And so once I kind of started, like, exploring, like, the whole realm of, like, entertainment, like, I just, I went for everything. Mm-hmm. I did newspaper. I did print. I did TV. And I did radio. So I was just kind of, like, exploring it all, mm-hmm. taking internships with MTV. I didn't give a damn. They was like, yeah, we got MTV University. I'm like, I don't know what that is, but I'll go and tell all the college kids about it. How was that? Lit. Really? Yeah. So, like, as far as MTV, like, who all did you work with there? It was, like, just different, like, producers. It was different producers, and we had, like, a Texas region. They had, like, a Miami region. They had, like, L.A. Like, it was, like, different little sectors uh, across the country that was promoting for it at the time. And they had sent us, like, all this MTV stuff. Like, all this stuff. T-shirts, banners, selfie sticks. And we had to do, like, different campaigns. So it was really, like marketing and like street team stuff now that i'm thinking about it like for them and like setting up different activations and like trying to build the bus for it and now it's like a channel i think it's like a whole channel now so i was like that's crazy to think about you like you don't be thinking about stuff until you look back and be like damn y'all like doing like a foundation for something yeah like i think we were like their guinea pigs and i guess it worked (laughs) i guess it worked but um, so I saw that you, when you, as far as you were saying, like you were into um, doing like videography and stuff like that. And I went back, I saw where you started Junkie Journals. And yeah, yeah. I thought I thought that was so cool. I was Junkie like, Journals. I was like, bro, this, and it was just, I, I saw the post where you saying like, it's just basically you videoing about like different stuff in your life. So talk about that a little bit. So Junkie, junkie Journals started when I was, in college and it was originally me just i was like this is like my first time getting behind the camera um i don't even know why did i even i don't even know why i even started filming to be honest because at first i wanted to be a journalist i was like i want to be a hard news reporter mm-hmm. and i wanted to like chase crime stuff <laughs> i was like i was like i, I, said, get, that I get that you know though. i was yeah. like man i wanted to like stand out in the middle of a hurricane and be like there's a hurricane right behind me. Like, that's what I thought I wanted to do. And um, I don't know. I picked up a camera and I was like, whoa, this shit crazy. Man, thanks. Um, And it started as a blog. I was seeing a whole bunch of stuff on Tumblr. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, Tumblr was just opening my eyes to all types of shit. I'm like, yo, this shit crazy. Yeah, Tumblr's crazy. And at the time, it wasn't like a lot of black people on there. So I'm like, man, ain't no niggas on here, but it's cool. Because... <laughs> Because this is doing something for me right now. Mm -hmm. And so um, that just kind of influenced me to, like, explore, like, different arts, explore different music, explore just different, like, genres of life. Um, That's how I got open even to, like, environmentalism. Um, I was really heavy into, like, architecture, photography. Um, I was, like, obsessed with, like, anything abstract, shadows. And so that's really how it started. And I just started, like, shooting shit. I didn't know what I was doing. I was just... Shooting shit, whatever I could shoot, and whatever caught my eye, I was just like, I'm gonna just take a picture, record a video, and I'm gonna put it up. And it didn't stop. I just kept yeah. going. Yeah. And I think it kind of helped mold like my creativity to like where it is today. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like the more you practice, you know, the more you practice and the more you just go for it. I think a lot of times people be scared to just do, do shit. shit. Man. Nah, people be, be scared, like, yeah, bro. I'm going 
I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, and I'm like, yeah, bro, that's cool, but like, don't come, don't, I don't want to hear that shit. Like, I'm, I get that irritates me. I don't mm-hmm. want to hear that shit. I don't mm-hmm. want to hear what you gonna do. Yeah. I think if you want to share ideas and you want to brainstorm, like that shit is live. I love that. Man. I can brainstorm all day, but don't tell me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, this was finna happen, and like, you ain't even got no real plan. Yeah. So, you know. I think me just like getting out there and executing it just kind of helped me like define who I was and I'm still holding on to junkie journals. Still you got to, bro. Like yeah, I no. saw, still I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Even the kickback, the kickback started on PV. It started at campus. We had a uh, like a Greek night. All the Greeks was coming out, and I was like, man, I just want to go out and record everything because I was like, I, I ain't never seen no shit, but like, they doing crazy. They just coming out fire trucks. Taking their mask off. I'm like, yeah, what is this? It's <laughs> crazy. What's going yeah. on? It's crazy. And it was like three o'clock in the morning. And so um, that's how the kickback started. And then I kept trying to turn it into something. I kept trying to, and I got out of college. I was moved in with my grandma. I was like, I was like, can I set up a studio in your four years? She was like, what? I'm like, just trust me. I'm stacking books up, put my camera on top. Started to kick back there. And he was like, when we gonna give you a radio show? I'm like, man, y'all got me fucked up. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm calling it the kickback. And they was like, cool. So. That's how the kickback got here. So, I don't know. I think Junkie Journals was just one of those things that really, like, helped me manifest all my other ideas. Man. That's rocked after that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, as far as with, like, environmentalism, because I'm, I'm definitely into a lot of this stuff. I went to school, and that's one of the things I, uh, that I learned about is environmental health. Mm-hmm. Um, so, as far as that, like, just talk about that a little bit because I feel like that's stuff that people need to know. Like, people real life be out here littering and shit, like, yeah. Fuck y'all. Because that All shit, right. I mean, you know, like, yeah. so talk about that a little bit. Like, how how you got into envir- environmentalism and, you know, Hell give us some yeah. tips type shit. Um, so I was in school and I started having this weird inclination to just want to be outside. It just kind of happened one day. Um, I just remember I liked opening up my windows because I liked the smell of outside when I came home. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would like, like just crack my window because I wanted like my room to smell like that. And I remember, um, I found out about succulents on Tumblr. So I was like, man, where, like, where do you find these? Like, where do you find them? Mm -hmm. And so uh, I went to like Home Depot and I was like, whoa, there's so many. (laughs) So I remember I had like took my refund check and I just like balls out on things. I just went crazy. And, um, after that, um, I just kind of started exploring more about plants and about nature and then i started like seeing more like i've always kind of been like not a conspiracy theorist but i've been very inquisitive Mm -hmm. so um i would see stuff about like climate change and global i'm like what is it like what 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 you mean like i don't understand yeah Yeah. so what are you saying right now and so uh you know if you know anything about conspiracy theories man you started reading one you don't hole. stop. Boy, you, don't you stop. just get in a rabbit hole. In a rabbit hole. And um, when I was reading more, I'm like, oh, no, this ain't no conspiracy shit. This is a real life stuff. Yep. Code red. Yep. And so um, that's just kind of how I like, jumped into it. But I realized uh, environmental racism was a real thing. Um, so environmental racism is literally like systemic practices where um, different environmental issues kind of center around um, low-income, poverty-filled neighborhoods. So when you think about things like waste management, right? Um, waste management and how they do their zoning. Why are there more waste dumps in communities that aren't like your Plano's and your Frisco's? I've but um, you might see them closer, you know, on the south side of town. 
uh, when they, even when you look at things as far as um, like civil engineering, um, what they do with our roads, what they do as far as beautification around the city. Uh, when you ride through South Dallas, uh, why is it that it just seemed like it just, they call it sunny South Side, but there's still something cloudy about it out yeah. there. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, so just like bringing those types of issues, you know what I'm saying, just to light um, and helping people understand that like the things that we're seeing every day are not by coincidence. Facts. I, I feel um, that. The water and um, the colony is not the same water that is on Keys and Polk. Um, when you look at, um, I mean, even just different parks and recreational centers that we have, um, when they build these things, they build them with the intention, uh, not just for beautification purposes, but they mm -hmm. do build them with the intention of having more trees that are in the neighborhood that can soak up this carbon. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, even different power plants and shit that are e emitting all types of emissions um, and where they are located. Uh, it, the math just don't be mathing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And so um, once I just started like getting into this stuff, I'm like, bro, this shit crazy as hell yeah. and so i just wanted to find cool ways um to bring it up without boring people and without people being like oh another conversation about global warming and so yeah. um that's kind of like my agenda right now like that's like my mission mm -hmm. um and that's how i ended up opening my plant shop the fly trap that's where the fly trap came from that's when i seen i've be seen everything on fucking summer like twitter i seen uh, those basketball players, and I was like, that shit crazy. So I was like, I'm gonna see if I can do it. So I made one, and I was like, all right, this will be a good conversation piece. Like, this mm -hmm. will be a great conversation piece. And so um, I use that to just kind of bring up the conversation and even just helping people look around their house and be like, dang, I got a cool, I don't know, dishwashing, empty dishwashing liquid. I wonder if I could put a plant in here and do some cool shit. So I just wanted people to start kind of like thinking outside the box and even like greater than that, like starting to talk to people about sustainable living. What does it mean to leave, live off grid? Why is that something that I might want to possibly think about? Um, how much money does it cost to start getting into those types of things? How can I grow a garden inside of my own home if I only got a little meaty apartment? Like, is it possible to grow my own herbs and vegetables? Like, hell yeah. But helping people, you know what I'm saying? Making that shit hip. Um, that's very loud. And oh, you know what I'm saying? Like man. making it cool. So. That's be on the lookout. April is Earth Month. Uh, Earth Day is April 22nd. And I got a whole bunch of dope shit that's going to be planned for this month. Uh, and even just tapping in on, like, the science side. Because, like, I love science. Like, I love science. And I can't help Thanks. that. So uh, be on the lookout because I'm definitely doing, cool, doing some cool stuff. And you guys are totally invited. Oh. All right. Pulling up. Got I'm pulling up. totally too. invited. Are we, are we making plans? And, you know. Yeah. We're going to be doing some repotting. We're going to be doing some hiking. We're going to be doing some camping. Uh, we're going to hey. be doing some kite flying. We're going to be doing some beach cleanups and parties. It's going to be all types of shit. So just stay in the mix. And um, I'm hoping that I can uh, lock down this space. Uh, it's going to be like a treehouse. So it'll be like, I want to start like a clubhouse just for people that are like, really want to be like down with the crew and like want to help push the environmentalism and want to help talk to people about plants and gardening. And uh, it's going to be like a club. It's going to be like a secret clubhouse. We're going to have a noise. And it's going to be like Treehouse people and it's just going to be lit. So, yeah, I don't want to say too much. I feel you. Bro, that sounds lit. It's just, it's just so lit. I like seeing people talk about their dreams, especially when it comes to like health wise, like yeah. positive shit like that. And just bringing people together as a community 
anything yeah. positive wise, man, that like warms your heart, make you feel warm and fuzzy inside. Yeah, man. bro, like what? So Thanks. like, um, Thanks. as far as that goes, um, damn, what was I gonna say? Um, so as far as with the envi- like it, like uh, environment wise and different stuff like that, mm-hmm. how can we as a community like help? In, or help help, help. out in Dallas. All right. Specifically. So, um, I think the question you want to ask is, how can we reduce our carbon footprint? Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, how can we reduce our carbon footprint? And it definitely starts with like doing little things um, at home. You can start by not buying a pack of water bottles every time you need them. Right? Let's just start by getting a refillable water bottle. Uh, refill it when you go to work, even getting purifying systems for your home. You can just stick it on your faucet, use that same water that you wash your dishes. It'll purify your shit, fill your water bottle up, and drink that thing for the day. I know people be like, do they look cucumbers and stuff? You can do all of that without having to buy a 24-pack of water bottles every time. Um, also considering that that takes extra time for waste manage- management people to go through. They have to go through and break this stuff down, so people don't know that. People think that they just come and pick up the trash, they put it in a big trash can, and they go and dump it. They have to go through this stuff. Mm. Certain things are recycled. Certain things, like certain, the way that they do waste management, like metals have to go somewhere, paper has to go somewhere, plastic goes somewhere. Like everything is like dispersed. They don't just throw it all together. Like they legally cannot do that shit. Mm -hmm. So like that's the first thing you do. It helps us and it helps them. Um, Another thing that you can do is learn ways to conserve energy while you're at home. Right outside of, um, you know, what I'm saying turning off the lights and stuff. Maybe look at, you know, solar panels, um, and maybe not watch TV. Uh, uh, you don't have to watch. I don't know, Love and Hip Hop or whatever it is that you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but find cool ways that you can just like conserve energy. Um, even if you have a long commute to work, if you can find somebody that you can, uh, what they call it, and you like ride with somebody else. Uh, oh, carpool. Carpool. Yeah. Find somebody that you can carpool with. Um, and uh, Green Dart here actually has like a whole green initiative that they've done where I think almost all of their buses and all of their trains um, have reduced the amount of carbon emissions that they use for public transportation. So you can safely ride public transportation without feeling like you're polluting the DFW air. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's just like a few things that you can do just to start with. Um, whenever you go grocery shopping, bro, go get a grocery bag. They got yes. these cool ass grocery oh. nets, them hoes, cool as fuck. They swaggy. They go at your feet, and you'll feel like, oh my <laughs> gosh, this is great for my aesthetic. You might even want to take a picture of it and post it on Instagram, versus you having to get plastic bags every time you go to the grocery store. So mm-hmm. it's just little things like that that you can do. To like, okay, I actually do feel a lot better, mm-hmm. and it will make you feel better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I promise. It does for sure, for sure. Y'all, y'all hitting all the topics today. I, I'm, hey, bro. Man. You on one today, bro. No, okay. <laughs> um, I'm trying to see. Um, man, it's just, it's really, it's really, it's really a good feeling to have you on here, bro. Like, um, I was. Book. I like when people want to interview me because I'm always the one that's interviewing people. I'm like, dad, why do you want people to ask me stuff? I'll be ready. The tables have turned. Yeah, yeah, for real. <laughs> like, and so as far as like helping out people, um, I know you because on the on the show on the uh, on the radio, you usually do a segment where you shout out businesses, mm-hmm. right? So, how can people, as far as that goes, how can people 
you know, put they put themselves on as far as on the radio. On like, the radio. Yeah. And put themselves on like if they like if they want to get on the radio or because it's it's aspects of it. So one thing that I've learned is being inside, I be trying to figure out like, okay, so if these are the parameters, how can I bring all of my niggas? around (laughs) because you know it's it's interesting because you know i always tell myself you know i always look at it as you know i'm saying like i'm still like coming from the street so my mindset is still not i have i've never really processed that i work on the radio Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i feel no i feel you you. i've never really processed that i work on the radio i've never really processed how many people i talk to i never processed that people are watching me. I never think about it. And so uh, when it comes to stuff like that, I like to make sure that I be need to know exactly what people want so I can know exactly how to answer it. So if people just want to get a business shout-out, if you just want to get a shout-out, Tuesdays, 11 a.m., you can call in. You can do it for free. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a young lady that was like, hey, I got some tickets to a show I want to get, I want you to give away. Um, sounds like, oh, okay, I can just give them away. But they don't work like that. One, mm-hmm. because we already got stuff that we're giving away. Mm-hmm. We already have things that we're giving away. Mm-hmm. So if you want to take a spot for what we already giving away, you got to think about what other people, what they're giving away, they're giving away because they want to also sell tickets. Right. So it's not like we just giving them away for us, it's cool because we like bet. Right. We get to right. hit the city up. Look, look. But for them, they're like, nah, like we want to make sure, like, you got to hype it up, tell people versus me just being like, okay, I got some tickets. It's like, no. You got to talk your you shit. Sell it, Jazzy yeah. is saying, home. like, this is the place to be. Yeah. Yeah. So when it comes to stuff like that, you know, it's not me, it's higher up. Thinking like, so you just giving stuff away on the radio? Like who? Who that? Who? Mm-hmm. Who told you that? What? Who that come from? Who's that? What? What? What they paying you? You know what I'm saying? Now they looking at me like, so what? So what you get for it? I'm like, she ain't nothing. I was just giving away. <laughs> um. So that's just something to throw out for artists. Get this question all the time. Um. For artists, easiest way to get on the radio, I say start through the DJs. If you got a song and then you already got it like circulating and you moving and you doing groundwork. Bring it to the DJs. They can put it in a mix show. Whenever you get in a mix, like I have a mix at 12. We got the 5 o'clock mix. We got an 8 o'clock mix. And I think we got the new at 10, which is what Hollywood's A. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And you can get it into the mix show. And if you get it into a mix, that's a great start. Because mm-hmm. that means that if one DJ has your song, all the DJs have their song. Mm-hmm. Right? Because right. they be mm-hmm. linking up. And we link up all the time. We always, everybody, we always get together and we be like, shit. Yeah, I got this artist, and he's like, for real? Like, oh, he goes. So, like, I don't ever want artists to think that we are always, always looking. We always looking. We always talking. You never know if your name is being brought up. You never know. Right. You never know. And not even just with artists, with businesses. If you are a chef and you cook and you think that you just out here cooking and making shit cool, somebody is like, "Mm, we need this person backstage for the car show to make sure that we're fed because we just want them for us, mm-hmm. right? Oh. That's how that works. So, you know, just remember that people are always watching and yeah, but with the artists, you get it in the mix show, they like it, they share it with the other DJs. If the PD is feeling it, he'll say, let's give it a shot. 
You will always start at the nighttime and you work your way up. You will not have your song played on my show. And I will tell you why. My show is a high drive show. Yeah. Um, I come on right after the morning show, which is the largest drive. So I'm like the point guard. Mm-hmm. You feel me? I'm like a point guard. So they toss it to me. You know what I'm saying? I can, uh, yep. I can hit yep. that hoe. I can pass it mm-hmm. if I want to. Fact. But my job is to make sure that everybody knows where to go and everybody knows what to do. So for your show, for your song to make it to my drive, your shit got to be really, really popping. During the night show, it's a little more um, open because people go to the club. People open here new stuff. Yeah. It's a different type of crowd. Yeah. So everybody's just like, okay. Okay, this shit What's this? Okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. and, you know, we for tapped sure, in. Sure. We tapped yeah. in with the streets. Mm-hmm. When you want to hear with the streets, you got to listen to it at nighttime. And then it works up. Now you're on at 5 o'clock because when people get off of work, it's another large drive time because people in the car for a long time when they get off work, they're in traffic. Traffic's yeah. awful. Sometimes people in traffic for hours. So it's a great time to get your song on. But you make it past the night show. And they move you up. Now, if you handle down that afternoon drive, and they like, boy, you on fire. Yeah. You, you on one. We going to go ahead and shoot your shit up. So I'll be happy when I get new songs because I'll be like, finally. Yeah. Thank you. So uh, artists hang in there and uh, reach out to everybody. Like, don't feel like, you know what I'm saying, people just ain't responding. Just remember that, um, I get about 500,000 listeners, mm-hmm. right? 500,000 people. So imagine you and your one song trying to get to me out of all these people that are listening, out of all these people that are calling trying to win tickets, on top of the, all the people that want free tickets, that's just close. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. On top of the salespeople that need me to record stuff, on top of my boss that's making sure that I'm doing my job. And then you have marketing promotions that make sure that you need to be somewhere so there's a lot going on but do not give up bro because mm-hmm. what's for you is for you and if your music is really hot and if you're doing the groundwork then you're not gonna have to do all of that to come and get to us because we gonna come and find you mm-hmm. so for sure for sure keep that in mind yeah definitely definitely um as far as i would i wanted to ask who are your top five artists Top five artists just in general? Mm. Or top five artists like in Dallas? Full work. Just in general. Well, in we, general? Can do, we can do both. We can well, do if both. you have a top five for Dallas, you also want to hear that as well. Yeah. I shake it up a little bit. Um, <laughs> my top five artists, I'm a, um, you know, I'm a diehard Big Crit fan. I'm a diehard Big Crit fan. I'm a diehard Dumb Kennedy fan. Um, I've always said those two are my favorite artists ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm still I'm still riding with them. So, uh, Big Creed and Dom Kennedy. Um, also really like. Uh, I'm a big her fan. I vibe with her uh, though. I definitely vibe with her. I'm a big her fan. Uh, she's just so talented, y'all. I don't know if I've ever seen her in concert. No. I want to see her so bad. Well, I think that's what made me a super fan when I saw her in concert. Yeah, kind of a different experience. Um, perform. Yeah, yeah, her is amazing. Uh, love Chris Brown. Hey, bro, if you don't, it's I we forgot about Chris Brown. If you if Chris Brown not in your top five, bro, if Chris Brown not in your top five, you know what I'm saying? Don't. It goes back to childhood, bro, with Chris Brown, bro. Like yeah. people grew up on Chris Brown. People used to be trying to dance like that. Yeah, still trying to dance like Chris Brown. It is, bro. Him still trying to dance like Chris Brown. 
I love her. I don't know if I'm gonna put her in my top five though. So I'm gonna put her as still like one of my favorite artists ever. But I don't know if I'll put her in my top five. Someone say Dumb Kennedy, Big Crit, Chris Brown. Um say fuck say top five. Like somebody that I like always listen to. Uh you know. I ain't gonna say summer either. Summer, I've been riding the summer wave. I'm gonna say Sade. I'm a big Sade fan. Okay. Okay. Um, and I'm gonna say I'm just thinking of like if I could like yeah throw me a catalog yeah um and I'm gonna say I'm also a big Anita Baker fan bro so I'm gonna say <laughs> Dom Kennedy Big Crick Chris Brown Sade and Anita Baker that's a versatility it do Boy. it's a versatility for me bro like Big Crick Anita Right. Thanks, no, <laughs> really. Thanks bro. <laughs> Gotta have that balance. Yeah. The balance, yeah. for sure, for sure. For real. Um, and then the top five for Dallas artists. Dallas artists. Um, so there's this new R&B singer. Her name is Jada Arnell, y'all. And she... Yeah. She was, she's she in her bag, bro. This, yeah. Love her. This motherfucker here. I'll be like, Jada. So she's definitely like in my top five favorite artists. Uh, also Jason Lyric. Big Jason Lyric fan. Um, I really like Erica Banks. I really like Erica Banks. Um, I'm nice. proud of Erica. She's riding her own wave right now, yes. and I just want her to stay in her own lane. Yeah, like mind yeah. your business, drink water, and do you, and don't be worried about what everybody you gotta else. Do, man. That part, and it's a lot, especially like the bigger you get. You know, I can only imagine. So I'm just like, oh god. Yeah. Uh, but I love Erica. Um. I also really like Uno Loso. Um, I like Uno Loso. What is that? Four? Mm-hmm. And five. Five. I'm going to shout out to my homie Marv. Uh, Marv is in Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. And he's doing like Latin rap. So okay. Marv be rapping in Spanish. But okay. it be lit. And his whole vibe kind of gives me like... Um, it's giving like Bad Bunny of Fort Worth. So I'm like, yeah, Marv. It's okay. kind of lit. So, okay. uh, shout out tomorrow because he's changing, you know what I'm saying, the hip hop Latino yeah. game. And I think that's lit as hell. Yeah. That's something definitely different. Yeah. Yeah. That's lit as hell. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, I was like, you just have it, man. Your quest has been on. And then bro. your comeback's been just. On one. On one. I'm here to greatness right now. You got it. Into the greatness? I'm here to witness greatness. Cause oh, you hear the witness I greatness? Her question's Man. good. Your answer's even better. So it's like, um, playing tennis right now. I'm trying to think. That's cool. That's cool. Um, what's what's your day like? You Going back to how you mentioned your busy, busy schedule, you know, yeah. waking up, going. What's the day in the life like? Yeah, because it's like, like, do you have a schedule? Or are you just kind of, you know how your day goes. So you just kind of uh, Yeah, usually I know how my days go, but sometimes... Bro, you never know. You never know who in town. You never know what opportunities may come. Um, and that's, it's a wonderful feeling. It's a blessing. Um, and I just want to throw this tidbit in there that, you know, one thing that I've experienced with just living this lifestyle is that it's not, people say all the time, oh, you know, to make it, it's about, you know, who you know, but it's not. It's about who knows you. And that's how those opportunities happen. Um, like I was saying earlier, you never know who's thinking about you or, you know, when you're being watched or what you might do that might 
you know, impress somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like, I actually been telling people about you and your T-shirts because I was like, yo, um, I was like, I was like, shit, you know, she got a podcast, but she making these cool ass shirts. And, um, you know, we have something that's called like 97 Days of Summer. So I'm just throw it out here. Well, I got you here. We got this thing called 97 Days of Summer. And I want to make like 97.9 kickback days of summer yes. shirts. Mm -hmm. Oh, um, mm -hmm. and I already went ahead and like scheduled out like, you know, when does it start? When does it end? Um, and just trying to figure out like how to map out like, dang, how much, you know, how many t-shirts should I do at a time? Should I do like this many? Should we do three different ones? Like for the summer? Like what should we do? Cause Go I want to, yeah, I'm like, I'm going to shake it up. Got to. Um, <laughs> and so, uh, a day, a day in the life for me is like, I already kind of have my schedule. Mm -hmm. Um, my schedule is pretty much done through the rest of the year, pretty much until like November. I don't think wow. I have anything for like setting stone for December yet, but my my schedule is pretty much set through November. Um, and it includes all things from uh, not just radio events, but it includes you know award shows. It includes things that people book me for, and it just be random stuff. Schools, you know, I do proms. Prom season is getting ready to kick back off, so I already have all of my proms booked up through May. Damn, you wow. know, so it'd be like. It'd be like, at least I had that to help me from being like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Mm -hmm. um, and then everything in between that, I just flow. For, you just go um, for flow. I'm a very, I'm a free spirit, mm -hmm. uh, which can also get in the way, right? Mm -hmm. um, so I know the things that I'm definitely like, you absolutely have to be here. And if you need to leave an hour early to get there on time, mm -hmm. then do it. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, so I know whenever I have days that it's like, this is some major shit, you need to just go ahead and shut it down. Shut down the day so that nothing else interferes with any extra time leading up into that. Because I'm like, shit, what if I get anxiety? Now what? 45 minutes gone. You know oh. what I'm saying? And it makes me sick. It literally makes me, like, I have to lay all the way down. I might throw up. Like, it makes me sick. So, mm -hmm. it, I, like, I have to factor all of that stuff in whenever I, like, create my schedule. Um, but, like, this week for me, last week, like, last week was a planning week for me. This week is, like, executing. So, I'm just making sure that I, like send out finalizing emails for like my Earth Month events and for the summertime events. Mm -hmm. um, I have endorsements from people that uh, are like looking to like sponsor. So I just got to make sure that like all my numbers and stuff add up and that they understand like what they get in and what I'm putting into it because now you're dealing with people's money. So like this is like a new ball game for me. I'm like, bro, I ain't never been in a position like this, bro. Like people been, people spend a lot of money, y'all. Man. People spend a lot of money on my little black ass. So I'll be having not to make little, sure. Not little. Not Lil. Okay. People be spending a lot of money on my big black ass. <laughs> so, you know, I be having to make sure that, you know what I'm saying, I don't be doing no stupid shit because mm -hmm. they going to be looking at me. Yeah. Like, yeah. what are you doing? So, um, you know, for me, really, I just be not warming myself. Like I said earlier, do not warm yourself. Because um, I got to a point to where I was having severe migraines. I had to literally lock myself in the house for three days. Um, turn all the lights off. I couldn't watch TV. I couldn't do nothing because mm -hmm. the migraines were hurting me so bad, y'all. I don't know if y'all ever had a headache for three days straight where you had to sit in the dark, bro. No, not sit in the dark. Not, but, not that bad. Mm -hmm. Man, I can't imagine. That shit is tough. It's tough. And it was literally because I don't know how to turn my brain off. You know what I'm saying? Like, overwhelmed. Sensory overload and that shit is real. So that's the only reason why I be saying like, bro, don't, don't force it, bro. Do enough, do enough. And when you maxed out, it's okay. Take a break, take a nap. If you just say, mm, 
I don't know if I just want to take a nap and get back up. Fuck it. I just want to go ahead and go to sleep. Then go to sleep. Listen to your body first. Or your body going to make you, going to sit you down. Or it's going right. to sit you down. Bro. Listen to your body first. And you can come back and communicate with people. Some shit going down, bro. Let people know. It's not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. It's not. People might be bad. That's okay. Mm-hmm. You cannot make everybody happy every day. Mm-hmm. That's another thing that I learned. I cannot make everybody happy every day. And it's going to hurt. And I'm telling you now, that shit hurt. It sucks when you disappoint people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It I already sucks. Know, bro. And it sucks if you disappoint more than one person at one time. You know? But that's a part of... That's what comes with it. You know what I'm saying? And the people that understand you, the people that understand your goals, and they understand where you're going, and they really support that shit, they gonna get it. Mm-hmm. But you also have to do your self-service and make sure that you're not, um, you know, that you're not making people feel like they have to compromise anything for your dreams. You know, that's not fair. Yeah, definitely. That's never fair. But you should communicate with them and let them know, hey, you know, this is what I'm really passionate about. And this is, you know, this is what it looks like for me right now. So, so is it like, like that conversation in particular, do you, you know, meet in the middle with somebody like, you know, where they're at, where, they, where you're at, and y'all meet in the middle somewhere? Or is it more so sometimes you've got to do you right now so they can yeah. handle your business, you handle your business. And yeah, and that's okay. I mean, that's a part of adulting, you know? That's a part of adulting, and that's a part of, you know, really just being true to yourself, and especially, like, as a woman, um, you know, one of the things that I always try to keep in mind is that I'm already, like, an empath. So, you know, I just try to uh, keep in mind that, you know, it's okay for me to feel the things that I feel, even with being a journalist, you know what I mean? Um, it's days where it's hard for me to talk about certain stories. Mm-hmm. It's hard for me to report on Russia and Ukraine, you know what I'm saying? Like, even thinking about it now, it makes me very emotional um, because I think people are so desensitized. They're just looking at it like, man, it's just a war. But I'm like, I don't think y'all understand, my nigga. Like, mm-hmm. these people were literally living their everyday lives, bro. Like, imagine you out with your friends, bro, you in a car smoking a blunt, and all of a sudden a bomb go off. Bro. Right? right. The first thing I'm thinking about is, where is my mama? Yeah. Bro. Right? Where is my mama? And what the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. So that's literally what happened to these people overnight. They woke up, and it was thousands of troops just running their shit. And niggas think it was just niggas on land. No, it was niggas on land. It was niggas in the water. It was niggas in the air. Mm-hmm. It was niggas. Everywhere, everywhere. Yeah. everywhere. They had they started to have people in bon- in uh, bars and stuff started making uh, Molotovs. Yeah, and different bars around the whole country started getting neighborhoods together. They was all pulling up to bars. Niggas was pouring out liquor and making Molotovs so they could throw at Russian troops just in case they pulled up to their neighborhoods type shit. Yeah. So it's like it be stuff like that that I just be like, you know, I don't ever want people to get desensitized by what's going on in the world, but. Also take into consideration that it's not just about us. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, it's not just about you. It's not just about, you know what I'm saying, the people that's in your circle. It's about our whole community. You know what I'm saying? And I guess it's just, like, the overall message even for I do what I do. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, there are times where I have to compromise. You know what I'm saying? I have to compromise how I feel. I have to put my emotions on the back burner for the sake of the city. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When Nipsey Hussle died, that shit was not easy to go on stage and tell niggas that shit. I had to come on stage. They was like, you got to go out there and tell them. I'm like, yeah. we was at a concert. We had a concert, and they was like, you got to go out there. And I'm like, bro. You need to turn the news 
themselves too. So yeah. Uh, okay. They like yeah, we have to go now. I'm like fuck. So um, you know, just remember to be patient with yourself. Be patient with other people and give people the space to feel what they gonna feel while you going through what you going through. Because you will want them to give you the space for you to feel while you're going through what you're going through, too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Mm-hmm. But, you know, some things, some, everything is not always about a compromise. You know what I'm saying? Some things are about sacrifice, bro. And that's just what it is. I think if your intentions are pure, bro, people going people gonna to fuck with you regardless. Facts. For right. sure, for sure. People yeah. going to fuck with you regardless. Mm-hmm. If your intentions are pure and you doing it because you want to help people, you know what I'm saying? Out of your heart. Out of your heart, and you doing it as a service mm-hmm. unto other people, mm-hmm. then everything else is gonna fall in your lap. Mm-hmm. It's gonna fall in your lap. I did not, not saying like I didn't wanna be on the radio, but it's not like, radio was like my last option. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. But being here has made me realize how much of an impact that I make on people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I met this little girl and she literally cried when she met me and her mom, I was like, why? I was like, why is she crying? You know what I mean? Why is she crying? And I'm like, is she just having like a little like fangirl moment? Or like, what's happening? Cause I don't know what this is. And her mom was like, you know, she was like a little chocolate girl. Chocolate, just cute as she want to be, little chocolate girl. Um, but they only listened to me. They ne- never saw me on TV. They had only listened to me. And the little girl had just he- kept hearing me say that my name was Jazzy Black. So she had never seen me before. So whenever she saw me, she was like, oh, that's cool. My mom was like, you know, she was like, you just you just make her feel better because you will always say I'm Jazzy Black. Mm-hmm. And she said the kids will pick on her at school because of her skin. And I was like, I was like girl, you don't play with me. So I, I had to pull up models. I'm like, girl, this you Thanks. in real life yeah. right now, you Thanks. know. So, you know, it be, it's impactful. This Those moments like that that made me look at my job and be like, Bro, all that other shit, you know what I'm saying? Me getting anxiety in the morning, bro, I eat that shit up every morning mm-hmm. if I get to make people feel like that every day. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't tripping about it, bro. I'll be sick every morning for that shit. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, keep your intentions pure and think about why you're doing it. It don't matter what it is, whatever it is you're doing. Think about why are you really doing this shit? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you might have fun with it. Yeah, you might be good with it. Yeah, you might love it, but... What else, bro? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Are you really touching people? Are you really impacting people? Are you really inspiring people? Is there somebody out there that's looking up to you? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's how you create action. That's what's going to change the world. Yep. You know? Yeah, I say that all the time. Um, I'm big on people, because I get people that will come to me all the time like, man, like, I'm just struggling as far as, like, with, like, what I want to do and as far as like with purpose like what what am I supposed to be doing I'm just like bro like literally they, and they asked me to like because I'm into fitness and they just um, I motivate people to work out and people be like bro how do you do it like why do you do it I'm, I'm just not here I don't know my purpose yeah. what do I do and I just tell people bro like find your lane and whatever you do naturally that you enjoy doing naturally that's it bro like mm-hmm. just just take that and just be yourself. People, people, real life will fuck with you if you be yourself. And yeah. outside of that, bro, like, if you trying to do what someone else is doing, of course, like you said, it's cool to get inspiration from people. But at the end of the day, people can tell when you're not being yourself. Mm-hmm. People can tell when you out here just faking, faking this and faking that. Yeah. Just do, find your lane and do what you enjoy doing. 
and make that shit into and like make sure you're impacting people, bro. At the end of the day, like we're here to we have a purpose. Everybody has a purpose and just impact people, bro. Mm-hmm. We're here for community, here to help help each other out. If you're not doing that, then you know. Yeah, if you're not doing that, then it might mean that you might need a little more, a little more love. Little you know what I'm saying? It's nothing wrong with that, bro. It's not. It's not wrong with that. And no. don't be afraid to ask people if you just like, I want something more out of life. Mm-hmm. You know, and sometimes some some things are easier said than done. Mm-hmm. People just like, I just want more. Mm-hmm. Like I want more, but I don't know how I want more. But I know yeah. I do. I know mm-hmm. I want it. Talk to somebody about it. Maybe yeah. they can help you brainstorm something mm-hmm. you know anything is better than nothing but a closed mouth ain't gonna get fed oh, do you hear me hey a close especially not around me i be telling people boy if you want it you Thanks. better speak up man because look like you said there's other people out here that's people that's, out that's, here that's, that's moving and doing it and go granted it, don't miss that. your opportunity no for real and granted how i even got on the radio was literally me opening my mouth like i was in there to do video but Shit, Vita will come in. I'm like, bro, I'm in here with Vita Loca, bro. Y'all got me messed up. I'm finna go in her show. You know what I'm saying? So I would go in there and she used to keep the studio. I'd be like, hey, Vita. She'd be like, hey, Jasmine. I'm like, oh my gosh, you're really so loud in person. This is great. Um, So can I just hang out? She'd be like, yeah. So I would try to find gossip to tell her. I'd be like, girl, you didn't hear about this? She'd be like, mm mm. Uh, so I was just, you know what I'm saying? Like, move around. Like, if you once you get your foot in the door, bro, I promise. It's, it's I tell no lies. And it don't matter what door, whether you you filming, whether you cooking, whether you baking cookies, if you mount TVs, bro, it don't matter what it is, bro. Once you get your foot in the door, it is a wrap. Mm-hmm. It's a wrap. But you got to work the rule. Yeah. You got to work, baby. Yeah. So, like, have you... Have you always, you know, had like this big personality where you're not afraid to, you know, talk to people and be yes. you? I've always had this. I say, yeah, that's, that's, I've that's literally crazy. always been, I was doing oratorical contests when I was like six and seven years old. Really? Yes. I was already doing extemporaneous speaking as a young child. I've always been a good reader. I've always been a good writer. And I always got in trouble for talking a lot. Me. And so I told my mama, I'm like, look, mama, it paid off. I'm going to get paid to talk now. So it's cool, yeah. But I've always had this. But I'm I'm so thankful for my mom uh, for even just kind of cultivating that. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I'm you know what I'm saying? Let's get whoopings because she's like, bro, you got it. It's a time and a place to talk. But, um, you know, I'm glad that she kind of helped, uh, you know, keep me active and give me something to do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, let me be okay with just being like, oh, my gosh, like, this this girl is. Mm-hmm. But maybe there's something there, mm-hmm. you know? Maybe there's something there. So mm-hmm. shout out to my mama for not giving up on me because I was off the chain. Man. Shout out to mama. I feel that. Um, so, Because, like, I know as far as myself, like, I'm, I'm an introvert, but I'm, like, energetic. So, like, yeah. for people who – who want to say they say they want to start their own business mm-hmm. and they're very introverted. Mm-hmm. But for me, like I kind of feel like you got to put yourself out there. Like, you know how you were saying, like put your foot in the door yeah. type of thing. There's people out here who real life have like anxiety, anxiety like going yeah, out yeah. and just putting themselves out there. Right. What advice do you have for them people? Like, hell yeah. Um, so, um, you know, the first thing I would do is, I would say whenever you have like ideas and stuff, uh, bring them up around your friends first, right? Mm-hmm. I would always start with my friends. Uh, even before I even got on the radio, I would just play radio, 
uh, you know, while I was in college, me and uh, 4.0, shout out to 40, uh, we had a radio show. We didn't know people were listening. But we was like, we just going to keep playing radio and hope that people care. Mm-hmm. So um, practice with your friends first, you know, whatever it is. Um, and even if it's not practicing, just bringing the idea of having those conversations, putting in in their ear so that they know, oh, you know, my friend sure has been talking about wanting to make rugs for a long time. Like, you really want to make these rugs? You know, cool. Now your friends are always bringing it up. So I thought you was going to start making rugs. Now, you know, you yeah. have this little extra incentive to be like, man, okay, well, let me start doing a little extra research so I can start doing some stuff. Or, you know, telling your friends, hey, if you see something, can you – start sending me videos mm-hmm. and they they love that right like yeah. they'll always be there to like help you so um i would definitely say like look to your friends um if you don't have family if you don't have friends or family then hey go on the internet there's a whole uh, community of people that are just like you mm-hmm. uh yeah. that are ready to just talk about anime all day mm-hmm. right that's all they want to do all day Damn. long um so you know go online try to find different support groups you can literally uh find them on twitter on facebook on instagram on snapchat on tiktok um and just start following these people and that'll be a good way to at least start getting you inspired and getting you motivated um and get those ideas going and then once you start just kind of like trying little things don't be worried about how many people are following you do people like it um are you getting feedback you can't get feedback for something that you don't even know how to really do yet right you can't get feedback for something that you haven't even really mastered yet um i haven't even really mastered this radio shit so i'm still always looking for feedback but i'm also not afraid to put myself out there because you ain't gonna know what it look like unless you do it so just keep that in mind that you will never you will never ever get to where you want to be if you don't take the first step bro Mm -hmm. so you know the longer you wait to start the more you're giving somebody else time mm-hmm. to take your idea yep. and run with it. And now you sitting here with your arms folded because you're yep. like, damn it, I Thanks, bro. And so, yeah, you know, I think that's just something to keep in mind. Like, and I always think about that. That's why I say, like, I'm aggressive with this shit. Yep. I don't want nobody to work harder than me. I don't want nobody to, you know, people come up creative deals. I be like, damn, I wish I would have thought of that. Yeah. Let me get back to the drawing board because that shit was genius. Yep. You know? And you never know. You could be sitting on your billion dollar idea right now. You just sitting on that hoe. Yep. What a waste of a gift. How rude to God. Hey. We have a wonderful God that has given you a wonderful gift. How rude of you Mm -hmm. to not share that with people. Facts. And to not exercise that. You got to exercise your brain. Mm Mm-hmm. That's what I try to tell myself. Like every morning, I write, uh, I write out my goals every morning and every night. No matter if it's the same thing, it's just that putting that on a piece of paper and writing it out, getting right. it out. That's what like gets you pushing. Right. It gets you pushing, and people fail to realize like doing stuff like that, exercising your brain and getting up in the morning and doing stuff like that. That's what trains you to mm-hmm. success, bro. And I know everyone has their own different def- their own definition of success, but success for me that's what success looks like looks like is just getting up to doing doing things like that and just practicing okay so what is this what can i be doing next like it's one thing about me i'm always looking at what is there to do like right what is there to do what can i be doing um don't know if that's a good or bad thing but it'll be um, good or bad yeah it definitely <laughs> but um i it's it's also it helps motivate me and creates that drive in me like that's yeah. one thing i love about myself i love i have that drive that that go and 
I honestly think that's people people look up to that. Like people be like, that oh, is like it. how do you how do you do this? How do you do that? Yeah. And I just love helping people. That's why I'm, I tell people, bro, like, if you have an idea, if you want to talk, bro, talk to me. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm an open book. I want to help you create those dreams, bro. And it's good that you create a safe space for people because I don't be out here sharing ideas because people be out here that is really true. ready. That, and that is true. We've seen so many times where even just, you know, underground artists um, and underground creatives, you know, be thinking that should be a coincidence. And you'd be like, huh. What are the odds that Drake made a video like that and I made a mm-hmm. thing like what? Are, what are the odds? Mm-hmm. And it's no coincidence. We are a lot closer. Uh, we are a lot closer to the money. We are a lot closer closer to, um, you know, to that impact that we want. We're a lot closer to that influence. We're a lot closer to everything that we don't think we're as close to than you think. Hey. These people are not that far out of reach. These millionaires are not that far from the thousands or the hundred or the ten dollars that you got in your bank account. I promise you, it's not that far. But unless you get off your ass, it's never gonna happen. Yeah, it's never gonna happen. For sure, for sure. One thing I did want to talk about is so as far as this summer, what do you have planned for the summertime? Because summertime is coming up. We got to give everybody the place for the summer. Man, the place for the summer definitely involved me being at award shows. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to put on for Dallas in, um, you know, a different kind of way. And, you know, as far as like, the music scene and stuff goes everybody's kind of like doing their part but because i come from like a video background and i'm doing this radio stuff now i'm like hmm let me find a way to open up all the doors like how mm-hmm. can we kick down like three doors at one time mm-hmm. and so um you know that for me looks like award shows um and correlating what i do in my super fast life and what I do in Dallas locally, uh, as far as just like doing community stuff, that's like where I'm at for the D this mm-hmm. summer. It's mm-hmm. like, I'm in the community. I'm in the summertime. Mm-hmm. I've been missing out on a lot of stuff cause school, I'm at work while the kids in school. Mm-hmm. So I be missing out on everything and I be mm-hmm. mad as hell. I be like, damn, I can't go to nothing cause I'm always at work. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh no. Not this summer. Okay. Y'all side. Um, yeah, we outside, outside. So I definitely want to have uh, lots of cool nature events, lots of hiking yes, trips. Please keep us up to date on this. Nah, for real. I'm in there. I'm in there. Lots of hiking trips, lots of camping trips, trying to bring more people of color. Uh, and not just black people, just all people of color. Uh, outside again, man. You know what I'm saying? Kids don't be outside. I'm going to be playing video games and trying to flip that. Y'all got a bike? I don't know how to bike. I know how to bike, but I don't have one. That's all right. You know I'm going to get one. Gotta, I want to get one. Give me some dude training wheels. I, I we got to get yeah. some bikes. Yeah. We can, we can, maybe we can do like a, um, we can do a pedal party. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if y'all ever did pedal parties, but you know what pedal party is? Mm-mm. Put us on. All right. I'm going to put y'all on. This crazy. All right. See, see, this is actually why. Okay. So check this shit out, right? Pedal mm-hmm. party. Ah, work out, get drunk, have a good time at the same time. So it looked like this big ass bike. It's a big ass bike. And it's a big ass bar on the bike. And everybody, it's like a bar on wheels. And everybody sits around the bar. And they pedal. But, but everybody has to collectively pedal 
for it to move. It won't move unless you pedal. So it's like you pedal, but you can like bring your own drinks, you can connect your music, and people just be pedaling around getting drunk. I've seen And I've they'll seen take you to like different bars. Yeah, you've seen it depot. Yeah. So they take you out to like different bars, but it's super cool. Stay active. You're outside and it's different. It's a new environment. It's a pedal party. Bro, Maybe we weird. can do that for the people that yeah. Oh, definitely. I'm down. But that's the type that's of shit that I want to be in. I just want to help bring people to like new experiences and you know what I mean? Even, you know, there might spice up your day and like, I ain't gonna do something different, man. Let's go. Mm-hmm. We're gonna go rock climbing. Like, what? We're gonna go rock climbing. Yes, this shit gonna be lit. You yeah. know, so yeah. just finding ways mm-hmm. to like bring the culture to bring the culture outside. Being active. Yeah. yeah. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Um, so as far as that, where can the people find you on the daily, on the weekends? Where can they find you? Boy, I'll be in the house. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm in the house. Hey. Uh, you ain't gonna find me at no clubs or like social media wise. Uh, okay, social media. Yeah, you can follow me at Jazzy Black Jazzy with an I. Uh, you also follow us ninety seven on the B. I put a lot more crazy stuff on the beat page and on my personal page only just okay. because when I first got hired back, it was like heavy in radio, mm-hmm. and I didn't like that. I was like, uh, mm-hmm, I don't want to do that because mm-hmm. you know I mean it's a brand, and I don't want people to. There are people that just not finding out about me. Mm-hmm. And I don't want them to only see Jazzy Black as a radio personality. I want them to see all Everything. of me. I want them to see all of me. So uh, figuring out what that looks like, I actually hate social media. Hate it. Mm-hmm. I hate it. Um, so, you know what I'm saying? Bear with me. I'll be trying to work on putting my face out there and showing people more of my life because uh, I'm very private. Mm-hmm. Very private. Yeah. Yeah. You won't know nothing. Um, so again, I think that's just a part of, you know what I'm saying? Like you said earlier, being like introvert, extrovert. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a very interesting dynamic living in this lifestyle and being somebody that uh, my friend the other day was like, you know, it's really interesting. Cause it's like, you don't want to be famous, but like people be out here. And I was like, yes, it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I'm very grateful for where I am and I never want to come off like, you know what I'm saying? Damn, I'm like, what's up? I'm like, boy, I come take your job. I'm like, you gonna take my shit. You got that work, me to take my shit. But, um, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, learning to figure out what I love about, um, you know, that side of it type shit. But yeah, y'all can go follow me on Instagram, Jazzy Black. I'm gonna be turning up, especially for Earth Month. So this is actually a great time to follow me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't be in my DM, so if you want to contact me, you got to reach out to my manager because I'd be overwhelmed, and I don't even look in there. Um, even when I post on social media, I post and yeah. I close it. Mm-hmm. Um, no notifications, no none of that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, But, yeah, y'all follow me on there. We got YouTube. I put all my stuff on a 97.9 YouTube. I want to rebuild my own personal YouTube, but YouTube, I, I don't know. I think just because, um, I just think YouTube is so oversaturated. It is. And because is. I am such, I think big, I can't help that my brain thinks the way that it does. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't even like, I mean, I got like a shitload of interviews that I am like behind on. I just trying to do better at y'all. But again, this the lifestyle be fast. Mm-hmm. It be yeah. fast. It is. So when you think about how fast stuff be going, then you be like, damn, what I going? 15 minute interview with Terrence J. Never put it out. I'm like, okay, we got to put this hoe out. We got to drop this hoe. Oh my God. Well, you still got your interview with so-and-so, so-and-so that you like never released. So I'm just like, all right, well, you know, we'll get there. But yeah, bear with your girl. And the people that's already been following me, I appreciate you for being patient because this shit is not easy. It's not. 
Yeah. Um, I do Jazzy Black. Twitter, 979 to beat. Uh, y'all can download the 979B app, which is cool. I'm going to get a landing page. Okay. Uh, and a landing page just basically means like, I get my own little, whole little baby page on the 979B page. Where I can do whatever I want to do. Which is cool mm-hmm. because it's major. You got like, we got a million people that come to that website. So, and that's just our website. That doesn't include it being cross-posted to all 30, 40 other markets that we have. Mm -hmm. And considering that Dallas is a top five market, we're number five on the market. That means there's so many people here. Mm -hmm. Dallas is at the top. Um, It's great exposure. So, uh, hoping to turn up on the internet since that's where everybody's going anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, probably ain't going to see me in the metaverse, so. Don't look for me in there. Hey, bro, I don't Probably get that shit. Probably ain't going to see me in the matter, bro. <laughs> I'm going to be living on a farm with a chicken coop. I'll be there with you. Uh, I'll yeah, be there with you, bro. The you, you would get a chicken coop? Yeah, I'll probably get a chicken coop. That's dope. Hey. Uh, and a lot of people out there are going to get the chicken coops. Hey. Yeah, well, if you're going to do it, if you're going to do it, you got to do it. Yep. Got to. Well, we definitely appreciate having you, Jazzy. Thanks. It was so nice yeah. having you, girl. I'm glad Being to be here. Being on the other here. side of the other It side. was. This is nice. I like when people ask me questions. I'll be like, what else do you want to know? Uh-huh. So that's cool. All right. Thank y'all for that. All right. Well, that's another episode of the Everyday Hustle Podcast. I'm Dee Falana. We had our wonderful co-host, Deanna Portis. It's your girl, Anne. And then we had <laughs> the. Jazzy Black with just a spectacular interview for today. Thank y'all for uh, the lemon chips. I was only here for the lemon chips and the lemonade. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we out.